Welcome to Verified Rx, your prescription for success. Brought to you by the Vizian Center for Pharmacy Practice Excellence. Vizian Pharmacy Vision Awards celebrate the values and achievement of our pharmacy members. The winners of the Excellent and Innovation Award implement an innovative approach to challenging patient care or operational practice issues with other departments or disciplines. With me today are some of the winners of the 2022 Innovation Award, Dr. Kelsey Weyer, Director of Operations, Dr. John Hutchinson, Senior Pharmacy Supervisor, and Dr. Stephanie Kang, COVID Vaccine Coordinator from UCSF Health. I'm Gretchen Brummel, Pharmacy Executive Director with the Vizian Center for Pharmacy Practice Excellence and your program host. We are here recording live in Las Vegas at the ASHP Mid-Year Clinical Meeting. Welcome to the podcast and congratulations on this award. Thank you so much. We're happy to be here. We appreciate the invitation. We're really excited. Tell me a little bit about your roles at UCSF Health. I'm Kelsey Weyer, and I'm our Pharmacy Operations Director. Back when I started in 2020, obviously height of the pandemic, and that was when the COVID vaccine was first released. And so John and I really banded together with the rest of our pharmacy department to operationalize the COVID vaccine efforts. That was one of my big roles two years ago, and since then have also transitioned to oversee lots of other avenues within our pharmacy operations service line. My name is Stephanie Kang. I'm currently the COVID vaccine coordinator at UCSF Health. My role involves working really closely with our pharmacy, nursing, and other departments to make sure that we're following the most up-to-date regulatory and clinical vaccine guidelines for all of our clinics. Thank you for those backgrounds. You are all here representing your organization. Kelsey, who else from your team was integral to your award? I'll start off by saying Crystal Zhao is one of our pharmacists that really works through our School of Pharmacy and one of the most innovative areas that she was able to help us plug in and get access into our community was through a black barbershop. She originally had that relationship and really built rapport with them through helping them with manage their hypertension. During the height of the pandemic, they were like, you know what, we are really looking for help with access to COVID vaccinations and reached out to myself and the operational team and helped expand our COVID vaccine efforts into the San Francisco community. A huge shout out to Crystal and her team. Also outside of our pharmacy department, this was not just a pharmacy effort. It was an opportunity to really partner with our physician colleagues, nursing, social work, administration, information technology, the list goes on. And so it could not have been done alone. And we've created a lot of really, really valuable partnerships, not only inside UCSF, but also through the Department of Public Health and throughout the San Francisco community. Fantastic teamwork. Speaking of teams, your team was chosen for your innovative approach to patient care around administering the COVID-19 vaccine. Stephanie, tell me about this work. At UCSF, we've implemented a lot of different types of vaccine clinic, and it really depends on the patient population we're trying to reach. It can be divided into three different types of vaccine clinics. The first one is the one that Kelsey mentioned. In 2021, 
we had a drive-through mass vaccine clinic. And what we did was we used a parking lot at one of the colleges in SF, and we were able to scale and vaccinate over 200,000 doses within six months at a time when we really needed to vaccinate as many people as possible. And even though we don't use that clinic now, we are still using the drive-through model at the different UCSF vaccination sites, and it keeps our operations really efficient and safe because there's minimal contact between the patient and the healthcare givers. Our second type of vaccine clinic, we worked with Dr. Crystal Zhao, and it is to reach the low-income areas in San Francisco. We always use the same regulatory and clinical guideline, but this clinic was designed to be much smaller and mobile, and it really allowed us to provide doses for the most vulnerable population in San Francisco by implementing a pop-up model. It allowed us to go into communities such as churches and black barber shops in areas to increase accessibility for vaccines. Later on, we were able to expand this pop-up model and go into the homeless communities in the Tenderloin District and give thousands of doses. And we're really thankful for the partnerships with San Francisco Department of Health, Umoja, and a lot of UCSF nursing, pharmacy, faculty to provide not only COVID, but also mpox and flu vaccines. And lastly, but not least, we have also designed a homebound model. This is in partnership with our physicians and prescribers who make home visits for the elderly and the immunocompromised patients for immobile or have no transportation methods. We go to them and provide vaccines at home so that the high-risk patients are really protected. Through these three general descriptions of the vaccine clinics, we can see that our clinics are really dynamic and scalable, and it really allowed us to stand up vaccine clinics pretty much anywhere. Yeah, those are very innovative approaches. And it's really nice to hear about your focus on those special populations, including the homebound patients. So, John, what else differentiates these efforts? We wanted to make the COVID vaccines available to anyone that was willing to be vaccinated, including patients and community members that are not part of the medical system. Traditionally, patients will come to us to be vaccinated. So we wanted to change up that model and meet the patients and community members where they live. And we paired up with existing community groups that were already established in our community that the community knew and trusted. And we made those vaccines as accessible as we could. This really resulted in us being able to provide vaccines to marginalized, disenfranchised groups that have a harder time accessing healthcare. An important point that John brought up, too, is really that trust and rapport. And that was a huge part of being able to integrate into some of these low-income communities that weren't necessarily having that healthcare provider relationship or weren't looking to go outside of the community that they were already comfortable with. We were able to really meet them where they are and take advantage of those great relationships that they have with potentially their pastor, maybe another member of their community, and build rapport that way. That was one of the most unique aspects of our model was being able to stand up a vaccine clinic at a church. We could bring it to a park. We brought it to some homeless communities, bringing it to barbershops, anywhere where vaccines were needed, we were able to meet them where they're at. Great insights. I can see why you did win the Innovation Award for some of those innovative approaches. Kelsey, how were you able to demonstrate your successes? Demonstrating our successes was really multimodal. One of the first avenues that we took was 
partnering with our information technology department external to our pharmacy department to create a dashboard. What that dashboard was showing was not only the number of vaccines that we were able to administer, but it took it a few steps further to say, what were some of the populations that we were able to serve? Are there certain areas of our population that need more attention? We really took a diversity, equity, and inclusion approach to our vaccine efforts, and that was huge and allowed us to be very successful in our vaccination efforts. Another way was our health system, UCSF, had a COVID vaccine town hall on Fridays. That was an avenue that I presented at and a few of our other leaders have presented at to really showcase what was UCSF doing, not only for our employees and our patients, but how is UCSF helping to serve the community and how are we successful in those efforts? I also feel that we were able to demonstrate success because we had many other health systems coming to us, asking us, how are we doing things? How are we able to vaccinate people in their homes that live an hour away, but still maintain the integrity of that vaccine? How are we operationalizing some of these drive-through clinics? A lot of sharing practices with other institutions helped showcase some of the successes that we had, but also was really collaborative. It's always great to see pharmacy raised up for the great work within the profession, so I can appreciate that. Stephanie, now that you've had these experiences, how can you apply this model in the future? We've already been able to demonstrate the flexibility and scalability of our vaccine model. For example, we've been opening clinics for MPOX, flu vaccine, and COVID bivalent booster in the last few months. And one of the examples of diversity and inclusion clinics that we've been able to open for our employees was opening a nighttime clinic. Instead of doing 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. clinic, we would do 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. clinic so that we're able to capture the night shift employees so that they can also be vaccinated. And we have several factors that allow us the flexibility for our model. One of them is our UCSF standardized policy and procedures that we rolled out in 2020 and have updated ever since. We also have group of operational and clinical experts to give insight into which model will work best depending on what kind of vaccines and what kind of population we're serving. In the future, we have seen and we still think that our existing model will work again. If there's ever a need to quickly provide vaccines or monoclonal antibody clinics for our patients, employees, and the public at SF. The other thing it gave us too outside of an operational model was a relationship model. It was really a way for us to partner with our other health professions, such as our physicians, nursing leaders, et cetera. And so I have a great group of people within UCSF and outside of UCSF that I can reach out to quickly. We've already learned how to work together and stand up something, whether it's relatable to this or not. There are many other problems that we end up having to solve in healthcare. And so having those relationships is wonderful and definitely scalable. That's really good. John, what else would you like our frontline pharmacy staff to know? Our frontline staff is the backbone of our operations day in and day out, and we couldn't have done this without them. You know, at the height of the pandemic, our staff was caring for themselves, their family, and their friends. So to also take on caring for their community was a huge burden, and our staff and many staffs across the nation met that challenge. There's really not enough praise or gratitude I can convey to show our frontline staff the large positive impact they've had on our community. In addition to that, We also had so much effort, especially at the beginning of when we were integrating 
this COVID vaccine model into our operations from our pharmacy students and residents. They were absolutely integral to being able to scale some of these clinics. We were trying to work around the clock to get a lot of this done. And without their support and volunteer hours, there was not a lot we could have done. So a huge shout out to them and very appreciative of their help. I'm glad you were able to get the learners involved. That's great. Well, this is such an impressive team. Thank you so much for joining us today to share your perspectives and expertise. I'm really so glad you could be here with us. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you for the invitation. Thank you for the opportunity. Please join us for more Verified Rx podcasts. Subscribe today, like us, and send us your comments. We'd love to hear from you. Verified Rx is your prescription for success and is brought to you by the Vizient Center for Pharmacy Practice Excellence. I'm Gretchen Brummel. Thanks for listening.